With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Hardwick. Dominate every player. Needs you. And Richard. Standing tall and proud again. It must be nice. It's time to go. Let's go. Payroll, what's going on there? He's like, are we a three-man booth? Uh, Rocky's going to be really surprised when I ask if we can just continue to hang out on Wednesdays but without any <laughs> microphones. If we ask Rock, when's the last time he cried? I know Rock's probably driving to work or he's got us on at the facility right now. And when's the last time Rock cried? Because is crying acceptable in football? You're going to ask him that? It's- I'm always a little worried of asking that question. Oh, no, never. Because sometimes you get more information than you bargain for. That's great. If there's something going well, unless there's something going on nobody knows about. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, exactly. Well, then we'll just be ready to deal with it when the <laughs> well, time comes. They, well, then we'll be like, well, how about Rashad Pitty's right. performance the other day? Next coach. question. Coach? Well, C.J. Beathard went down with an injury. Uh, 49er fans, I grew up a 49er fan. We got our first chance to see Jimmy Garoppolo under center. He looked really, really good. Came in through a touchdown pass. But there wasn't. Uh, there was a reaction from the 49ers locker room because there was confusion. Were people cheering because Jimmy Garoppolo were coming in? Or was the 49er fan base actually cheering C.J. Beathard being injured? Ruben Foster, linebacker. Wasn't too pleased about the way the crowd reacted. When Jimmy go out there, you cheer, get him to prep talk, but let him know that y'all behind him. Let you know, let us know that you behind our quarterback too, CJ. You know, because that's the one who been hurting. You know, fine for us, for the organization, for the Niners organization. And you don't want to do nobody bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's all about respect. And our fans. You know, I was disappointed in, in them when they was cheering. And, you know, our, our fans are better than that. It's just the fact that, you know, our starting quarterback is down who've been making plays and really taking his body into a lot of things that quarterbacks shouldn't be getting into, like running and then getting hit, scoring. And you would think somebody would see that and say, yes, I love the quarterback. Jimmy, great guy. You want to take nothing like great guy. I'm happy he was out on the field. You know, I, I was rooting for him too, but at the same time, I have to wait and make sure my brother on the ground scrape before I cheer for Jimmy. I'm a cheer for my brother who got off the ground because he's all right, and then I'm a then I'm a cheer for Jimmy because guess what? He once you realize C.J. Beathard's great, it's okay to start cheering for Jimmy Garoppolo because you know all the Niners fans. I'm sitting in this room right now with two Niners fans. Old school Niner fans. I'm a Niner fan from back in the day myself. Have nothing to do with them now, but when Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo comes in the game, are Niners fans just that excited that it's like, 
Because you know C.J. Beathard is just a standby. You know he's just a guy that's kind of holding a place at the table. They were really doing their best there in San Fran to continue to put off putting in Jimmy Garoppolo. I heard Kyle Shanahan do a sit-down interview up there with NBC Sports, and he was really doing his best to push it off Jimmy Garoppolo into the competition as long as he possibly could. But the fans, they've been wanting to see their guy. Yes. Because he's their next franchise quarterback in their mind. They think he's going to be. There's no doubt in my mind that they were cheering because C.J. Beathard was injured. None? Because no, I, they They're absolutely like, were because they know now that it's got to force the organization to put in the put Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. In the game. Like, yeah, thank and you, you know what? get out of here. I don't even blame fans for doing it. We recognize that this is a blood sport. We recognize this is a violent game. And the ones that are still going to 49ers games are diehard 49ers fans. And one, want to win. C.J. Beathard ain't doing it. And two, it's the only way to get Jimmy Garoppolo in the game. Now, should you cheer that? No, but am I surprised? No, not at all. You also know how dumb it is to cheer to have Jimmy Garoppolo in the game when C.J. Beathard is back there in situations that a quarterback like Ruben Foster says. Well, how ne- dumb is it to cheer when someone gets hurt? So, well, it is dumb, but also your franchise quarterback is going to be dangled out there for the last five weeks of the season. He may not be ready for next season based on the lickings that C.J. Beathard's Sit talking about. Him. We're talking Sit about him. We're talking about swarming guys. We're well, talking looking about at draft picks a as a 49er fan. Quarterback getting dropped. Exactly. Yeah. To me, in my head, I'm like, there's absolutely no way you'd want Jimmy Garoppolo in there trying to give your team a chance to win. So you think they should have moved him to third string? Who else is on that roster? Just bump him down. I don't know. Figure somebody else out. Put who's him in there. behind C.J. Beathard? I, I don't even know. Who's behind C.J. Beathard? Is there such gets a thing? the call. Right. March in Mike McCoy. Yes. Put, <laughs> put McCoy in With a the Niner, visor put, over the helmet. Put McCoy in a Niners jersey. Every, every Currently, backup. they do not have another quarterback on their roster, according to 49ers.com. Okay, yeah. so they, they had to go to this. But seriously, you're applauding getting Jimmy Garoppolo into a game and a game that your quarterback just got hurt. Be careful what you ask for, because you remember Jimmy Garoppolo had two starts with New England. What happened in that second start? Yeah, he got hurt. He did. He's a little bit fragile himself, so you put him behind this offensive line that isn't quite where it needs to be yet, and you're asking for trouble. You're asking for the guy that you're putting your franchise hopes on next year to get hurt for nothing. Yeah, but th- this is a story. To lose you draft picks. This is a storyline in itself, I think, that the 49ers have created. All those things you just said, I understand, but I'm not six beers deep at a 49ers game after spending hundreds of dollars on tickets. I want to see my guy. I want to see my guy. guy. (laughs) Exactly. So that's Tom Brady right here, San Francisco. Were you there yesterday? It was you cheering. Screw you, CJ. I thought I heard your voice. CJ sucks. I want to see my guy. That's exactly what was happening. Everybody wants to see their guy, but you really don't want to, if you're a Niners fan, you don't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo. You want to as high of a draft pick as you could possibly get so John Lynch can work a little bit more magic, trade back, build up the offensive line, get some receivers. John Lynch should be able to sell with all the quarterbacks coming out of this draft, with as many teams that need quarterbacks, John Lynch should be able to sell it for a ton. So get the highest pick possible. And as a 49er fan, if I had to be patient to watch Jimmy Garoppolo for a year in a season that's already lost, they were just eliminated from the playoffs, right? Yeah, just then wait. so be it. Who cares? Just wait. But I'm not surprised that fans cheered. Remember when Michael Irvin injured his neck, like was off, came off off a stretcher that was somewhere? Deserved. 
kidding, kidding. Okay, all right. Oh my God! Too soon. I mean, that was the '90s Cowboys. I was a diehard 49er fan. You can't put that stuff on tape. You can't say those kinds of things. You can't put that on tape. You cannot say that. Look how red his face just got. You cannot say that. No, too much Dayquil, man. It's bad karma, bro. As Nick would say, take five, bro. Seriously, do not do not do that. You know what? Maybe take 10. Take 10, because Rocky Long's going to be Can joining us in a minute. <laughs> well, if you're going to keep offering that kind of vitriol and anger, then yeah, you may have to. On, I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe those words just came out I'll of your replay mouth. replay it. Okay, I want to... I know you will. Because you mentioned that this is a great quarterback draft class. Can we revisit that for a minute? Because I'm not so sold on this. I'm not sold that it's a great quarterback draft class. I'm really not. Everyone's like, top three, Sam Darnold, Josh Rose, and Josh Allen. I wouldn't take Josh Allen on my football team. Not a chance. Well, there's a difference between being great and quarterbacks going high. Yeah, this Although qu- I did just say the G word, so you're you right. Did, this quarterback draft class. But I meant for value for John Lynch to trade up or to, to trade down. I think for value for TV watching for the NFL draft, this is going to be a fun one to watch. But as far as where these quarterbacks are going to be in their NFL career, it hit me this weekend. I'm thinking about Sam Darnold. And I'm thinking about, I always like to do when I'm, projecting a player you got to have an acceptable range if you're going to draft a player who's he going to be but it can't be one guy it's got to be a range of guys so for me range a range of guys and it says that an acceptable range on the top end you got one guy on the bottom end you've got another guy so when i'm looking at josh rosen on the top end i'm looking at eli manning and I'm thinking he's got some of that Eli Manning-isms about him. He's the exact same size, got a good arm, got a good deep ball, has magical plays, and he also has some real knucklehead plays. And he's a bit of a gunslinger. And then on the bottom end of the Josh Rosen range, he's Jay Cutler. And so you got to be careful. Is Jay Cutler an acceptable quarterback in the National Football League? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's acceptable. <laughs> and you wouldn't be super pissed if your team got Jay Cutler. Is he a top three pick? If you've got him at Jay Cutler, though? No. But you would take the chance that you could turn Jay Cutler into Eli Manning because Eli Manning was a top pick, and he did win two Super Bowls. And then look at Sam Darnold. On the good end, Sam Darnold is maybe Andrew Luck, a little smaller. but on the And this is a great range for Sam Darnold. I like this range. I think if I'm to put him into one person's body of anybody, Tony Romo. He's Tony Romo. So your range of Sam Darnold is Andrew Luck to Tony Romo. Mm -hmm. And your range of Josh Rosen is Eli Manning to To Jay Jay Cutler. Cutler. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have a range for... For Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I don't have the bottom end of him yet. Of course you don't. I, I don't have How the, convenient. No, I don't have the bottom Mayfield end yet. Mayfield lover. I, I really don't have the bottom end yet, but I do think he's kind of got some Russell Wilson and Drew Brees traits about him. A little bit of that Fran Tarkenton. That's where I see him. I've got the bottom end for you. Matt what? Flynn. Do you, Matt Flynn. <laughs> Nick tried to take to, it seriously for like, a second. <laughs> no, I was just trying I was, to think of something. I was like, Matt Flynn, and I'm trying to think, who the hell is Matt Flynn? <laughs> He's right, the one who robbed the uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. All right, SX football head coach Rocky Long on Extra 1360. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm great. How about you guys? We are doing fantastic. Okay, so now 10 victories. Talk me through the regular season. How do you feel that your team performed this year overall? Well, if I look at it from where we started from, I, I think we've exceeded our expectations going into the season. If I look to the point where we were six and zero and and had a couple bumps in the road, I uh, you know I'm a little disappointed that we're not in the championship game. 
but our players came back strong, and, and uh, thank goodness the coaches realized we're a pretty good team, and they put us in the top 25. So overall, right now, it's a, been an awful good season. Rocky, how important do you think this season was? And maybe important isn't the right word, but you, you spoke about the youth coming in and uh, how you were nervous about heading into this season. With what you saw from the youth that played, how much does it excite you for their opportunities as sophomores and juniors to be even better for this Aztecs football program? Well, I think overall our team's going to be better next year than it was this year, other than uh, how, I don't know how you replace a Rashad Penny. And, you know, he has a lot to do with our success this year, the way he's played on, you know, offense and special teams. He's had a lot to do with it. And I don't, I don't know if we have anybody in our program right now that has his kind of ability and his kind of, uh, uh, talent to take over a game. But overall, the team should be better next year than it was this year. Coach, how big of a, of a deal is it to finish in the top 25 for you? Got in the coaches poll. Do you need to get in the AP poll? I don't think it's that important. I think that uh, we're considered one of the top four or five non-Power 5 teams, and no matter what happens in the bowl game, I think we're one of the top four or five non-Power 5 teams, and I think that allows us to continue to recruit well and allows us to uh, get some respect when we play those Power 5 teams. Uh, Rocky, Rashad Penny is the only running back in the country to top 2,000 yards in the regular season. What are your hopes for his chances to get a trip to New York? Well, we've got hope. Everybody's always got hope, uh, but the way he was shut out of the the running back trophy, the Doak Walker Award, I you know I would guess that uh, in reality there's not much chance, but we we always have hope. Why do you think he was left out, Rocky? I think it's totally, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure it's as much East Coast bias as it is Power Five bias. I think the Power Five teams run. NCAA, they run the TV networks. Uh, you know, you, you don't want a non-Power 5 guy being represented at those awards if you're the ones that are paying for it, and that's basically ESPN. Coach, I don't know. You got Joel Klatt, who's the top college football analyst, coming out with some strong statements about Rashad not being a part of the Doak Walker Award. You've got the guy who's on with the show after us, Colin Cowherd, huge national voice on Fox Sports Radio, and he's talking about Rashad Penny getting snubbed from the Doak Walker. Do you think in a weird way, and Judson brought this up on air the other day, do you think in a weird way that him getting snubbed from the Doak Walker will get him more attention and more outcry to say he needs to be at the high trophy race well deep down that's what we're hoping happens we we hope that everybody's so upset that he's not in the dope walker uh, mix that uh, everybody goes that's ridiculous we got to make him one of the finalists in the heisman then and i don't know weird things like that happen and we're sure hoping that that's what happens rocky long with us on extra 1360 fox sports san diego rocky i mean i've got to think maybe one of the more impressive coaches uh, coaching jobs really ever in college football, has to be up there with what Jeff Tedford did. 1-11, he takes over the program. 9-3, and three they go. They beat Boise State over the weekend. I think Boise was ranked. I mean, that's a very, very impressive win for them. How impressed are you with what Fresno State did this season to turn it around? Uh, well, I'm very impressed with uh, what they've done, and it, obviously they've had good players there, and there was an attitude change. And uh, they do a great job X and O wise too. They strategically they do a great job. Uh, they had one change. This will show you the difference between all teams in football. They had one big change personnel wise. All the rest of those guys were there the year before when they went one and eleven. 
but they got a quarterback, a quarterback transfer from Oregon State that made them much, much better. And then as they played along, they played a couple real good teams early in the season and hung in there with them, which gave them some confidence. Now they're on a roll. Now they, now they got momentum. They're on a roll. But when you get a good quarterback, it changes your entire team. Coach, not being in the championship for the first time in several years, will you watch this one on television? I'll watch it because I think it's really weird that they're playing back to back. I, you know, I, I think we discussed it on the radio show last week. How weird that was going in there. How do you, how do you handle that game when you know the real game is the very next week? And because you want to win the championship, and you already know you're in the championship game, so I, how do you handle the game that they just played? But I watched the game, and I thought both teams played like they normally do. I think Boise held some stuff back on offense. They threw a couple new things out there, but they held some of the stuff they normally do on offense, probably for the championship game. But it's going to be a good game. Oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. Yeah, that uh, they're they're going to play again, and maybe Boise State rope a dope a little bit. Oh, you certainly don't don't want to lose any games. Looking at the bowl game. Speaking of uh, bowl games, Rocky expectations, hopes, where you'd like to end up. Have no expectations. Our hope is that no matter where we end up, we're playing the most highly rated team we can play. Uh, we we would like to play. I, I think the most highly rated league, other than ours, is uh, the AAC. And Memphis and Central Florida play their championship game this week. Obviously, we're not going to get the champion because the champion's probably going to a BCS Bowl. We'd love to play the loser of that game because that'll be the next highest rated team out there, and we want to play the best team we can play. When do you expect to hear anything? Well, the the show is a week from uh, next Sunday. Uh, we'll probably know sometime Saturday night. They don't let us know much earlier than the actual show, so we, we'll probably know Saturday night. And, Coach, how do you handle the bowl prep? Is it a time for the young kids to shine, or are you really trying to get the game plan in and get as many victories as you can for this season? Because I've worked with Coach Tiller, and I know at least the first week and a half was really for the young guys and getting scrimmage time in. Well, Coach Tiller is a smart man because I think the best part about going to a bowl, unless you were in the playoffs or something, the best part about going to a bowl is to develop your team. And we don't know when you're going to play. It's all based on when you're going to play. So the date that you play really handles how you practice. We're not practicing this week. They're obviously going to condition and lift weights. And then next week we'll know exactly when we play, and then we can put our game plan as far as practice goes into effect. And and we will practice, half the time we'll practice toward the bowl game, and half the time we'll practice to developing our team, which means use the younger guys. And so a bowl game is a reward for a good season. It's also a chance to develop your team for next year. Rocky, I know that you've, you've told us this. I think we probably discussed it a couple of times, but I do think it's a perfect time to lay it out yet again. In your dream scenario, what would the postseason look like for college football? Well, I think they ought to go to a 16-team playoffs. Every league champion gets in, and then they pick uh, by – some kind of power rating like basketball they pick the rest of them to match up the into the 16 team tournament and we get a real national champion and the non-power five leagues actually get some representatives in there it won't happen very often but there'll be times when the non-power five teams are good enough to win that thing and then you got the cinderella story just like you do in ncaa basketball and every every level of football they play more games than we do i mean uh, even in high school sometimes to win a state championship you're playing 15 and 16 games the pros play 20 if they go all the way to the super bowl so i don't know why us playing 16 games is such a big deal 
Coach, as always, we appreciate you. We thank you for your thoughts and congratulations on a hell of a season. Ten victories in the race. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Killer season, no small feat. Good work there. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, we'll talk to you in a week, Coach. I'll talk to him for an hour Wednesday night. He can't get enough of you. You can't get enough of him. <laughs> Hell, you seen to it with your own eyes. I know. Now I'm just saying, hey, Rocky, tell me about that one time you said that one thing again. College football. <laughs> no, it's great. I, well, I, I like his. And I think that we're locked into this you know, Final Four thing for at least another, what, eight years, ten years, Ugh, whatever it is. Bar- Barack Obama. But I like Barack's Bar- to blame for this or to give credit for the playoffs. Is he? He's yeah. to blame. Yes, he is. He's to blame. Well, at first it was to give credit, and now everyone's like, wait, this thing has flaws in it, too. Dang, well, I, I, I don't want to be locked into anything for can 10 we, years. Can we just... No, a 10-year contract, way too long. Way too long. I know when I signed a six-year contract, the next day I woke up and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> six years? What was I thinking? I'm stuck. I don't know where I'm going to be in six years of my life. This is stupid. That's Speaking of presidents, four years. Four years, and we'll rethink it after that. Four more years. But I like Rocky's layout the best. I Give like my the, Cinderella story. I seriously like getting rid of the divisions in these conferences. Get rid of the divisions. You can have a championship game played between one and two. And that's it. The top Not two records. No? No, I like I like winning your conference to get into the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, there would still be a I've conference. named it. I know there would still be a conference. Came up with it on my own. Yeah, wow, that's original. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> a week. I've but Joe, you got one for Tom Savage, too? Oh, my it's God. It's salvage. You're going to salvage Tom Savage? <laughs> no, he's unsalvageable. Is Mike Tomlin putting his team at risk by thinking too far ahead of this season? Mike Tomlin sound with Tony Dungy next on Extra. Hey, good morning. It's Willard coming up today at noon on Mark and Rich. It's clear the Patriots and Steelers are the class of the AFC. But what's the one team that might shake up the party? The answer might surprise you. We'll tell you at noon on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. It's freaking Jacksonville, Mark. It's freaking Jacksonville. The stupid Jaguars. I watched that clown show down there with Blake Bortles at quarterback losing. God, Chargers is going to kick themselves. Watch. At the end of the year, they're going to kick themselves oh, for, that one. for two losses and both of them to crappy Florida teams. Miami Dolphins <laughs> and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, you, I, I don't know if you could put that on the Dolphins, though, because the Dolphins didn't know they were bad yet. It's exactly what happens at the beginning of the season. Right. The team doesn't know they're bad. Look at the Denver Broncos. They didn't know they were bad at the beginning of the year. Right. They thought they were really good at the beginning of the year. Look at the Houston Texans back in 2013. Remember the big comeback oh, here? God. People had the Texans going to the Super Bowl. That was after a big playoff victory that they had. Then they went and they lost to New England the year before in the division championship. Right. Or maybe it was the AFC championship that they lost in. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, they're probably they're ready to go. Two and fourteen. Nope, nope, not so much. Yeah, they lost. I think the last fourteen games of the season. But week one, they had a big come from behind victory over the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Matt Schaub era. Was it? Was it the first week? It was Monday Night Football. Was it week one? Yeah, I it think was. they came back from twenty one, partly 21. due to a Brian Christian pick six. 
Oh, that was an amazing play. This is Kush. This is Kush. Kush. Okay, before we get to anything else and Mike Tomlin's comments, you had a really good question that you asked Rocky Long. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. It wasn't really a question, more of a statement. Was, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. Talking about watching the Boise and Fresno game. It's no kidding. It's interesting. Your eyeballs see. Oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. You don't need to explain what I meant, but that'd be a waste of time for everyone. <laughs> oh, totally. It's just right when you said it. It's so stupid. I don't even listen to your questions. I'm just like, got, Nick got it. Nick got to talk drop. back. I go off the mic and I go to the so little. So stupid. Little, I didn't even listen to your questions. Like, it's interesting. You're gonna have to. Cut that. Well, it would have been weird if his ears had seen it. Oh, oh that's interesting. Gosh. Your eyes saw that. <laughs> okay, so Rashad Penny, the only FBS rusher this year with over 2,000 yards. Right. And I think, in, in getting stumped by the Doak Walker World Award, I think Rashad is a bit of a victim. And I think he's a victim of the system. And I think you look around and you go, Texas Tech quarterbacks, they're, quarter, they're system quarterbacks. Of course they get 5,000 yards a college football season because that's what they do. It's a system quarterback. Look at other systems around. Look at Oregon and the amount of stats that they put up and the guys that they put in the NFL. And he's a system-type player, and it doesn't really transfer. And maybe that offensive lineman up there working under Chip Kelly, I don't know, maybe it just doesn't work all that well. And then you look at San Diego State, and you look at Rashad Penny and what he's done this year, and I think he's a bit of a victim of prior success at San Diego State at the running back position. I'm talking about Ronnie Hillman, I'm talking about Donnell Pumphrey, who was hurt this year, so he couldn't really get any type of success, but I think people are projecting not a whole lot from Don from Donnell Pumphrey. And I think Rashad Penny is a bit of a victim of their lack of success in the pro ranks and kind of fallen out pretty quickly. And I, I guess you could look at what uh, Ronnie Hillman did in the pros and he really had four plus years kind of scrapped around at the end there, but he's more or less done in the national football league. His time's come and gone. And I think you can look at what Rashad's done and getting stuff from the Doak Walker. And I think people are looking at the mountain West and they're going, it's the conference that's getting him these yards and it's the system that's getting him these yards because look at all the success that they've had. And I think people are shying away from giving him the big glamorous award attached to the running back right. position based on the prior lack of success that the other running backs from San Diego State have had. I, I think that's an interesting point. I also do think it has a lot to do with the down conference for the Mountain West. Again, I mean, Rashad had five games where he ran for over 200 plus yards. Only one of those teams had a plus 500 record that was ASU 7 and 5 and then three of those teams were 3 and 9 the other was 2 and 11 so he yeah, did Hawaii, someone San beat Jose up State, on them Nevada right. New Mexico but San Diego State had the best out-of-conference victories than any group of five uh, with ASU, with the ranked Stanford team, with NIU as well. So you can make that case. But I also look at him rushing for 2,000 yards and go, well, there are other conferences that aren't that good. So how come nobody else was able to do it? I mean, how come no one else was able to do it when they played down competition as well? Sure. But I also do understand. I, I, I look at, again, one of the reasons why that Fresno State loss hurt so bad for the Aztecs is they didn't have anybody to beat that would garner any respect the rest of the way of the season. I, I, I really think if Donnell didn't have the success that he had last year, if Rashad was just kind of a one-off here at San Diego State, then they would say the award committee 
We love committees here in America. That's what we do. We love committees. Well, my, here. my, my. We, we love committees here. I think the committee would have said, okay, Rashad is a standout, standalone player. Well, my, my, my. He's a special type guy who's going to get drafted very high in the 2018 NFL draft. But I really do believe Ronnie Hillman, Donnell Pumphrey, and the system. They're Rocky Long in the Aztecs run where it's ground and pound. It's right. old school football, smash mouth, power football, where they're giving the running back the ball 22 times a game. I think that leads to people going, maybe it's the system, maybe it's not sure. the player. So we're going to put that aside for a little bit. I'm actually good with that, too, because it should lead to continue to get great running backs. May not get them to uh, New York for the Heisman, but again, you're talking about it. I mean, you're t- and don't forget about Adam Uema as well, but also Ronnie Hillman. Scraby, uh, what did what'd you want to add? I'm sorry, you said oh, something. I was just saying ear. that against Stanford, they're always saying he's running against bad teams. Well, against Stanford, he had 175 yards, and look where they're at. They're sure. at the Pac-12 championship. No, you're right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, I argument, think that the, the argument that's a down Mountain West, but then also look at what uh, Rashad helped San Diego State accomplish against out-of-conference opponents, sure. which were the three best of any group of five schools. The argument that I've heard from outside voices that would love to argue if Rashad Penny should be the Doak Walker Award winner is that USC kicked the tar out of Stanford the week before. They did. And they beat the dog out of him, and I think they had 300 rushing yards or something stupid. They had 600 total yards of offense, and that Stanford was just wrung out, dry, done by the time San Diego State got. But I don't think you can That's argue. Perfect. I don't think you can argue with the yardage. 175 yards against Stanford, 216 against Arizona State. Stanford's now backed, ranked above San Diego State, I I have to believe that he's just a victim of the system. That he's a victim of the system. He's a victim of the running backs who came prior to him. And that's just kind of what he has to live with. I think he's a victim of group of five as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I also think you could look at this, like you said last week, and now you're hearing national voices. Joel Klatt's the biggest voice in college football right now, other than Kirk Herbstreet. What did Cowherd say in a tweet? He said, if you're he not said, watching, you should be. Yeah, he said, tune he in. Said, I mean, yeah. still early. How many followers does Coward have? Over, well over a million, right? So Rashad is leading someone. I don't want to make too much out of Twitter, but just bear with me here. When you have someone saying, tune in to this program, tune in and watch this team, that's big. Right? That's something. Yeah, and I, I really think a big part of the herds is coming off of Joel Klatt. So he's listening yes. to, he's listening to Joel Klatt and Joel Klatt's telling him, dudes, this Rashad Penny kid is for real. Pay close attention to Rashad Penny if you're into the NFL draft at all. And that's where Collins ears are getting tuned into Rashad Penny, which I think having two huge national voices come from Fox when it comes to kind of smashing the Doak Walker award for not having him in there. I think that in fact will help him with the Heisman race, right? Which, which really the Heisman race, who do you have? You got Baker Mayfield, you got Lamar Jackson, then you got Baker, you got, yeah, you got you Baker, Baker Mayfield and you got a couple of guys behind him and Rashad Penny should be one of those guys just simply based on his numbers. Baker's getting a trophy. Everybody else is getting a free trip. Yeah, let's hope that Rashad couple, Penny is one of them. A couple of hot meals and a nice day in a holiday inn. Yeah. Enjoy fellas. And hopefully a suit that's taken care of. I don't think they can do that. How is he do they get those How do they get those nice suits? Well, I think they probably give it back. Gives it to him. Oh, probably. It oh, says he's going to wear that headband that he wears at the at the Heisman. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why Baker Mayfield should Take be the five, number. Bro. What? I'm Take gonna, five. I'm going to tell you why Baker Mayfield should be the number one pick. In the oh, that's draft. interesting. Your eyes and saw that. Is Mike Tomlin <laughs> putting the cart before the horse? Next on extra.
What's up? Ornberger here coming up right at noon on the Mark and Rich Show. We've got NFL action to break down. Also, what's going on with the Aztecs in their bowl game future? We'll talk about it at noon on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. All right, busy one today. Now, the uh, Aztecs played a late, late game last night. and Well, they played a 10 o'clock game over the last week. Then they had a 9 o'clock tip last night. So Dutcher, Brian Dutcher, typically with us on Mondays. Dutchie with us tomorrow at 7.30. Lots to discuss. They performed well, ended up losing last night. But what's the health of Malik Pope? Uh, Brian Dutch will join us tomorrow at 7.30. And Nick, this tweet comes in from Marco. He says, you guys ignored Scraby's headband question as if you didn't hear it with your ears. Hashtag Judsonisms. Oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that was, I told Marco, I said, it's not negative reinforcement when we ignore you on the microphone, but it's certainly not positive reinforcement. We're not going to encourage that kind of behavior from you. You know, sometimes I, I feel like I should crawl into a hole yeah. to, when you guys look at oh, me. Oh, you mean like when you made that Michael Irvin comment uh, that was I just completely that. inappropriate? Yeah, that he was glad he broke his neck. Unbelievable. No, totally Michael happy. Irvin ruined my childhood. Find a hole, man. Oh, Find well, we're, a hole. Did not ruin your, your childhood. He totally did. Did they win a Super Bowl or not? One out of like the five. One, he says. One. Oh my God. It's all about you. You self-assessed son of a unbelievable. Now it's time for the show shocker. Carlos, good morning. You're on, buddy. What's up, Carlos? (laughs) I mean, what's up, Nick? Hey, you're you're Carlos. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Can I hear that again? (laughs) Carlos, good morning. You're on, buddy. What's up, Carlos? <laughs> I, I mean, what's up, Nick? Hey, you're Car- <laughs> you're Carlos. I'll go by Carlos. I'll be your Huckleberry. That was oh, that was Brent, really funny. Like, that was. Re- <laughs> what's up, Carlos? <laughs> I, I mean, what's up, Nick? Hey, you're Car- you're Carlos. Carlos was up baking early this morning, boy. Carlos, you're on. Got you we'll little... t- Wait, who's Carlos? Am I Carlos or are you Carlos? Wait, I'm Carlos. Who's Carlos? Seven. Carlos, you were driving seven miles an hour. And usually when we pull you over, you head to the side of the road. You don't pull over in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Love Carlos. Carlos. That was really funny, dude. Okay, okay. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I had this thought about Baker Mayfield. You know, I'm a huge, I'm number one Baker Mayfield fan. Yeah, where did this come from? It like, came from the last two weeks. Baker Mayfield, because yeah. I've been watching him. Guy and he, grabs and his goods and Nick <laughs> loves him. His meat. He's damn good. He's damn good. He's the best quarterback in college right now. Yeah, for and the under six foot class. Who cares? <laughs> Tell Drew Brees how that works. How's that working out? How's that working out for Russell Wilson? <laughs> Would you take either of those two on your team? Because right now, that's the range that I've got Baker Mayfield in. It's a pretty tight range. How do we get to beg for? I thought, I thought we were going to talk about the Steelers. Well, we're going to. You can't get enough Baker no, Mayfield. No, I can't get enough. I teased it before we went. Then we had the Steelers over the break on the tease. But Baker Mayfield, because Scraby had the headband comment. That's how we got to Baker oh, Mayfield. that's right. I thought it was a great comment. Here's If I'm drafting Baker Mayfield, here's my one question. Because spending time around guys that have been in relationships, serious, committed relationships, 
You're always your better. I always thought the quarterback position specifically was better off being in a committed relationship, kind of traditional thing going on where wife supports him. He does his thing. She, in fact, pushes him like Drew's got a really strong wife. Philip has a really strong wife. Tom Brady has a really strong wife who propels them even further and gets more out of him. Baker Mayfield's been in a relationship with a girl that he's super in love with for the past 18 months. So my number one question as a GM was, when's the last long-term relationship. So I had to go do a little sniffing around this week. And I said, when's the last long-term relationship that Baker Mayfield's been in? He's currently in that long-term relationship. Did you look up Rosen or Darnold's? Don't care. (laughs) No, because no. And I don't care because to me, they're not, they're not character question guys. Baker's I don't care. No, I don't That's care. That's not fair. No, because Baker's a character question guy that everyone's looking oh. at, at his on-field behavior. I, I don't have him as a character question guy. You know why I don't? But a lot of people do. You know why I don't? Because it's never with his own teammates. It's never in-house. I, I don't get the sense by any means. A character question guy to me is a cancer in a locker room. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is just wildly competitive. And it doesn't even get the best of them. Getting the best of you is when you act out during a game. Akeem Talib and, and Michael Crabtree, yeah. that's acting out in the wrong way. So I don't even have as a character issue guy. I think he's got to temper some things. Yes, and that's why I was thinking about the relationship, having a right. wife that you could come home to. Where did could, you go look? Did you could, go to his Instagram? No, I just looked up. I said, Baker Mayfield girlfriend. I just did that too. Right? And Lots of pictures come up. Oh, Yeah. And one of the high the the headline says Baker Mayfield and his girlfriend is a match made in heaven. That's what I'm talking about. So this is brunette. I'm he's guessing got quite a, brunette. a few girlfriends. No, she's apparently. blonde. She's blonde. The the one previous to this was a brunette, but now he's got a blonde. Well, he really been, did yeah, I know. I was like, wait a minute, who are all these girls? And then I was like, okay, so he's settled on this one. And look at his Instagram account. He's been tw- he's been posting about her for months. So somebody that he could come home to who can go. Baker, completely irresponsible behavior. Clean it up. So somebody like that at home in a committed relationship, I'm a huge fan. Number one pick, Baker Mayfield. Not at five foot eleven. I know. See, that's so funny because it all comes down to this stupid combine. How fast does the guy run? How fa- how high does he jump? Josh Allen will go before him come draft because of combine and pro day. And some fool's not going to trust his eyes on the tape. Trust your eyes. That's it. All you got to do is trust your eyes. You see the film? Look at him. He's dazzling. Mesmerizing football player. <laughs> Scott, he owns two of the highest quarterback ratings in college football all time. Number Probably three. to beat his own record. Number three, Russell Wilson. That's good. That's good company you're also in. Also short. That's really good company you're in. Yeah, similar type players. Okay, do we, we don't even have time for Mike <laughs> no, Tomlin. we don't. We all don't right. have time to play the audio. Okay. Oh, we do? Good. Denver, Pittsburgh, and New England is going to determine a lot. I know you won't let your players think that, but how do you keep from not focusing on that? Man, I'm going to embrace the elephant in the room. It's going to be fireworks, but it's probably going to be part one. Man, that's going to be a big game. But probably if we're both doing what we're supposed to do, the second one is really going to be a big. <laughs> and what happens in the first is going to set up. There you go. The second one is going to determine the location of the second one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it wasn't unprovoked. It wasn't unprovoked. Tony asked him about the matchup with New England. 
But talk about that. I think everybody realizes that there's two teams in the AFC right now who've got a chance to that championship. And if somehow Pittsburgh can catch New England at home, they've got a chance to win. If they play in New England, if New England stays on track, had 196 rushing yards on Sunday. If they got it, if they stay on track, nobody's got a chance in the AFC. Monday Night Football coming up tonight. Uh, Texans and the Ravens. We get to hear Car- uh, Kevin Harlan on that I show. hope somebody does something stupid. Somebody's got to do something stupid so Kevin Harlan can have another amazing call, which he always does. He's the best. Hey, it's glad to be back in here, Good folks. times. We hope you had fun. We'll I saw be- with my eyes. I enjoyed it. Saw with my own eyes. Jacob Hester, college football playoffs at 8.15 tomorrow. Oh, that's interesting. Your eyes saw that. Don't miss who's going to be the next quarterback of the Denver Broncos, 645. We go into the film room for this one next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.